welcome back to Misadventures of Nova X. Hope everybody had a good day today. Um, if you're listening to this now, I hope you started from the beginning so you can really see um, what all I have to speak on or all I have to talk about. But today, I had a pretty good day today. I had to go take a class on being engaged, learning how to engage with different people. And that was something that I really, really needed because I'm very standoffish when it comes to dealing with people that I don't know. But I was able to um, really, you know, learn how to engage with people. I think I got a little too engaged because when I came home, I didn't want to talk to nobody. (laughs) I was wore slap out. I went grocery shopping. And I didn't even want to deal with my children, but I had to deal with them. And so now I'm on me time, so I can spend some time with you all. Um, I had something I wanted to talk about today, but I got a text message from a friend of mine. And I rarely ever, um, I'm going to say a friend of mine. Yeah, he is a friend of mine. Everybody my friend. Okay. I'm growing up my friend list. But I rarely um, ever hear from him. And the text message said to me, um, let me pull it up real quick. It says, um, just texting you to tell you I love you, fam. And you're the realest friend I ever had. I dealt with um, major depression and uh, anxiety before. So, like, when I hear people talk like that, I just automatically just get into this, um, comfort mode like trying to figure out what it is that they're going through you know see if I can talk to them and stuff because suicide is real and you have people they would think that you're weak because you would even consider suicide but sometimes you may feel that you know what's the purpose of moving on what's the purpose of you know like how am I how can I go on from here with you know without continuing to have these issues and stuff and so when he called, I told him to call me, and he told me that he wouldn't call me, so I really got worried then. And I thought to myself, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to be a friend, but I'm still going to have to protect my peace and my energy, too. So I told him, I was like, you know, I'm telling you to call me. I'm giving you the opportunity to call me. Um, I hope that you take this opportunity to call me. And... Um, it's never too late to call. Like, I don't care if it's 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. You know, just call. And um, what I think their issue is that they're still young, um, married out of high school. And, you know, I'm not against marriage or anything like that. But I don't feel... Well, I was like, I feel that no one should get married before the age of 30 or 35. No one. You need your 20s. You have to have your 20s. During your 20s, you have to uh, you have time to realize what it is you want in life, who it is you are, learn how to, um, you know, break down those barriers shed all that bullshit and just be true to yourself instead of like just being with somebody and just going with the times 
and living this facade because you're basing your relationship off what you see on TV, on this, you know, alleged reality TV that's scripted. Therefore, it's not reality because it ain't real. And a lot of people don't realize that, but you need your fucking 20s. Like, you got to have your whole phase. Everybody got to have their whole phase. You need to have your whole phase. You got to be safe when you're having your whole phase. But everybody needs their whole phase in their life. Don't be scared. If somebody wants to talk shit about you, that's fine. Oh, well. You know, you, you do you. You do what you got to do. But, you know, by them getting married that young, and they, I don't really, I can't, I don't know his exact age, but I'm thinking he's like mid-20s, like right in the middle. And it's that struggle between what I was because you know when you get out of high school and you, you first graduate oh I'm grown now I'm doing my thing I'm, I'm this who I am you know so this who you think you are but in between getting out of high school and where you are now shit then changed so you're no longer living your life you're no longer able to figure out who it is that you are because you're trying to be somebody that somebody um want somebody else wants you to be you know you're not you know you're not being yourself and I think a lot of people especially from from the country a lot of people they always want to instill that and, and nothing is wrong we're going church you know do your thing praise whoever but at the same time either you're gonna have to allow yourself to sin as they call it or allow yourself to, you know, just experiment with different things so you can go ahead and get that out of your system. Because once you hit 30, everything needs to be, be set. You need to either have uh, some type of, you know, job with, you know, benefits or you should be financially stable or you should be, um, if not buying a house, you know, like living on your own so you can see how it is to be out on your own you know um learn how to manage your money and learn how to you know just just really live you know but don't don't give away your truth and you know with me having my child when i was younger i'm gonna need a little few more extra years so i probably won't get married with somebody 35 you know so if I was to meet a guy and you know he talk about him, like, ah, I got five more years, baby. <laughs> I got shits to do. But um, but on a serious note, like, uh, pay attention to your friends. You you don't know what they're going through. Um, I know everybody has their own thing going on, you know, within themselves, but. Sometimes, you know, when people reach out like that, just give them a ear. Even if you ain't listening, just let them express themselves. Because I remember, um, like with myself, when I hit my lowest point, like, I was just over it all. And I was like, you know what? Like, I didn't, my job, I hated it. The relationship I was in, I hated it. Um, the life I was living, I hated it. You know, like I just hated every fucking thing. And 
one day I just fucking just snapped. Like, really fucking snapped. And that was it. And as far as, like, women go, especially black women. You know, I love my black women. I have to cater to them. But you should never get to the point where you mentally snap. It's unhealthy. You know. And I ain't talking about no snapping, like, going off, getting smart, sassy shit. Bitch, I'm talking about snap, like, exorcist. Levitate. Losing your fucking mind. Because you fucking crazy. You know, you, you can't. It's so it's so much that you can hold in, you know, before you lose it. Like, you know, you constantly holding anger, resentment. You know, all this stuff. You just holding all this stuff in. Hell, you, you, when shit get too full, it overflows. So imagine your body, your, your, your mental state, or just your mind being overloaded with every fucking emotion that you can possibly possess. Imagine all that shit running at one time. shit gonna get cut off <laughs> you know you know and like friends I had to cut off um co-workers I had to cut off and um I just had to just push everybody back I had to fucking reboot restart what else can I say start over whatever I had to do that and what I did was when I did this, I was I was ashamed of it, bitch. Nah, I'm not. You know, I'm living my truth, so fuck it. You know, maybe somebody can learn from it. But um, what I did was I went and checked myself in. One day, I was supposed to um, go to work, working a night shift. I was like, ugh, I'm so tired of this shit. You know, and I called my um, I called my manager and I asked him. I was like. Um, how many days can I take off without nobody need no paperwork? And then he was like, how many days you need? I'm like, a lot of days. And he was like, <laughs> he said, what's wrong with you? And I told him, I was like, I don't know, I'm just tired. Like, I'm just mentally drained. I'm just tired. Like, I just, I don't have nothing. And, um, and he told me, he told me to go see a counselor or a therapist or something like that. But I just couldn't go in. And I, what I did was I sat down. I set it up where I, I had my children placed. It was like, and I'll be honest with you all. It was like I set it up like I was finna fucking die that day. Like not suicide, but just like that was my last day. I put my daughter with my sister because she love her auntie. That's her favorite auntie. I slept my son with um his his father and him, you know, because he like his dad and them side. And I went and fucking checked in. And you get in there and they strip you of every fucking thing. Them bitches took the jewelry out my nose, jewelry out my hair, my rings, necklaces. Jewelry out my pussy. Everything. And the lady asked me, she said, 
Are you um are you suicidal? I said, no man. She say, okay, well we gotta watch you. I said, alright, just do what you gotta do. I sat in that motherfucker bath. Like just everything. Just everything took out me. I let everything go. Every feeling I had for a motherfucker. Every uh, dislike. It just anything. I just let everything fucking go. Everything. And I had a sheet of paper. And what I did was I wrote down the people. I wrote down the numbers of the people that are. The phone numbers of the people that I would call and let them know I would. I had six people on this fucking list. Ain't but one else. I was gone for five fucking days off the grid. No cell phone. Yeah. I can't talk about the stuff I experienced on the inside, but I will tell you is, um, it's some shit. <laughs> it's some next level shit, you know, that goes down in the sight woods and everything. So I'm in there, and I'm like, you know, I mean, I know I got a bad, but I'm not got a this bad. Let me get my ass up out of here. <laughs> let me get my ass up out of here. Let me, let me find out what I, what I need to do. But um, it was one individual that answered the phone, and how that it was like jail because you get one phone call a day. You had they told you where to go to sleep, they told you when to wake up. Um, you went out for they had set breaks. Um, you had to participate in the little um, classes and shit they had. You know, like it really wasn't even classes. It was like recreational shit, like coloring puzzle cards you know just shit to keep you busy and um this individual that motherfucker called me up there every day and I, I kept thinking to myself like why is he calling me like this they they know and he wasn't calling my cell phone he calling the, the damn psych folks he calling the hospital and by him calling like that and then the only one calling like that. I knew then I had to keep him around. He good for me. He good for me. Just, you know, though a friend like that, you got to keep him around. Because you will have people that you would tell them you went and checked in, you tell them you're down and out. They get mad. Because you ain't tell them. But they ain't answer the phone. So, I said all that to say, pay attention to your friends, man. Everybody ain't as strong as they say they is. Everybody battle with different things. Everybody um, cope with things differently, you know. Everybody ain't the same. You need to engage with your friends and family, man. Let them know you're there. You know. And don't pass judgment. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say shit at all. 
just hit them with a okay. Uh, if you need anything, just let me know. And and when you tell them that, at least attempt to do something. Try to do something. But me going in there, that was my reboot. That was my restart. I updated my life by going to check myself in. Being off the grid, not having contact with anybody. And um, I sat back and I looked at like everything that I had been doing before I went in was still moving without me even fucking touching it. So that's when I knew. I knew that thing. I can focus on myself. Please continue to listen if you would like to learn how I play Russian Roulette with the five people on my call list when I checked in. <laughs> so what I did was the people that was on the list when I finally got out, I called them and um, the male nurse that was in there, he was like, stop calling them folks, stop calling them folks, stop calling them folks. And I was like, you know, I just, I just gotta get closure. And you know, as a woman, you know, like you've been in a relationship and you know, the nigga ain't no good. And then, you know, but you still want that closure, but you already had that closure, but you too blind to see the closure. Like that. Um, so I called him and I was like, hey, you, you been trying to, have you ever tried to call me? And I'm like, yeah, I, I called I called yesterday and it just um it was just it just wrong you know four or five three or four times or four or five times and went to voicemail and I'm in there looking like <laughs> what now I had a cell phone since I was eleven or twelve years old so that's like well over two decades oh he's a little dick how old am I almost two decades yeah and I know damn well when that phone is off like powered off it's gonna say you have reached the voicemailer or the voicemail box has not been set up yet which is mad because I don't have no voicemail because I don't want you to leave no voicemail because when I ignore them calls I don't need you to tell me you live for me so I'm not giving you that option but um just to know that you know you would just you would really just sit there and lie you know, to my face with it. I'm like, the level of disrespect. You know? And I'm like, this it. You know? Like, it, it. Like, I already knew it was it. And you know how black people are. You know, we have to say shit twice to, like, really make it really mean something. Like, if it's raining outside, like, oh, it's raining, raining. Or it's hot, hot. You know what I mean? So it's it, it. Murder, they wrote. They killed themselves. Tell them my name while I was sitting away. I'm a question in it. Oh, send him a lane while easy. Oh, now come on in. Figure it out, bitch. Yeah, have a good day.